KHAN is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. KHAN and Little Red Hen. Just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. KHAN is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncho Springs in Chaffey County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop-broadband.com or call toll-free 877-783-2889. Well, welcome, friends, to another edition of On the Rails. And here, KHEN 106.9 on your FM dial, You can listen anytime as a podcast for right now. One, two, three, three years of snow of shows, three years of shows you can hear right here. Now, people are being a little, they're cutting up a little here in our beautiful caboose, but that's what happens sometimes. <clears throat> so welcome to the caboose. And we have our special guest here today, Alan Lane. Hello, Alan. Hello there. I, I I would like to suggest, Forrest, that when I'm on the show, we call it Off the Rails. <laughs> we can't change the name. <laughs> off the Rails when Alan Lane is here. All right. Okay. Well, make yourself comfortable in the old caboose. Now, our engineer is, he tries to make us comfortable. He does his best. That's, uh, that's Rick White. But um, sometimes he causes a little trouble, too. Thank you for that introduction, Forrest. And it looks like smooth sailing today. We got a little bit of snow last night, but not enough to affect this, uh, this train. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm busy with my leftover calzone during this show today. So if it sounds like I'm talking with something in my mouth, that's what it is. Uh, good morning, both of you. And very nice to have you, Alan. Thank you for joining us. You didn't happen to get that calzone at the uh, snack shop on the at the in the bar car, did you? Yeah, you know mm. I like I like that bar car. There's something about the bar car that I really like. Could be the bar. Could be. Well, let's discuss that bar car a little bit. Yeah, uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, those who got mixed drinks say that the Amtrak mixed drinks are actually fairly strong. Uh, I don't drink them myself, but apparently, apparently they're um, not too bad. So, did anybody else, you know, have a, a comment on the Amtrak bar car mixed drinks? Not me. But why don't you uh, give a little introduction to what we did recently for us, and uh, we'll go from there. You want an introduction? We're already talking about the bar car. Well, <laughs> well. So one thing we really want to talk about is the fact that all three of us were on a kind of a fun train trip. Uh, we started out, we, well, we went to Trinidad, Colorado. We went to Las Vegas, 
New Mexico, which is an Amtrak stop. In fact, the Southwest Chief stops there. Um, kind of an Amtrak signature train. Been running since um, since Rick White's daddy worked for him all those years for the, the big blue line, the Atchison, Topeka, and the Santa Fe. And um, so that's that's kind of fun. Uh, even though when I called up the, uh, the Amtrak and I said, well, we've, our, we've got a little group of us. We're going to go to Las Vegas, New Mexico. Uh, the guy says, well, you can't take the train. We said, but that train's been stopping there for over 100 years. <laughs> there's, there's a lovely little station there, a nice hotel uh, where we're going to spend the night. Uh, one of the original Fred Harvey hotels, as a matter of fact, I was explaining all this. He says, let me get my supervisor. Supervisor comes on and says, what? Las Vegas, New Mexico. No, we don't stop there. I just, at that point, I just gave up. I just went to the automated thing and did that. The trouble with the automated thing for you rail fans, keep in mind, it's very tough to get your bonus points. And points, points are what it's all about. Each time that I put my credit card in, someplace, I get some credit card points, and um, I didn't pay anything for this trip, uh, for instance, but if you just use the, you really want to talk to them and make sure you're getting your points. Okay, enough. So it was a great trip, and um, well, say more about the trip, you guys. I've been doing all the talking here. Well, let me uh, go on the uh on the point of buying the tickets, I, I got to say that Amtrak's, um, their uh, app that you can get on your phone works very well. I don't remember if there's a place where you can click for points or dollars, but this trip from Trinidad to um, Raton and then eventually Las Vegas, New Mexico was only 30 bucks round trip. And, you yeah. know, that, that's a lot of fun for 30 bucks. And, um, yeah, there, there was listeners. There was a group of, uh, I think we ended up being 11. We were visiting some people in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Las Vegas, New Mexico is a little different than our dear town here of Salida in that their realty values are way, way different. A friend of ours has moved down there, sold her home here bought a home down here and probably put just a very fair amount of money in the bank and good for her. I think she secured her retirement in that way. Mine's not secure. Oh, <laughs> but you, you don't get a pension from this show. <laughs> <laughs> We're volunteers here, Alan. I, I know that, uh, yeah, it looks like we're high rollers, but it's not because of the uh, uh, stipend we get from KHEN 106.9, although we love it or we wouldn't be here. Well, I, I will say the thing, the same thing about the uh, points, because I did not get any points for this trip. Oh. Because it was, I went online to get to get my ticket and there is no place to put in your member number, your ID number on or up for there is a coupon code if you have, but it will not accept your member number in the coupon code. It has to be a legitimate coupon code. So I don't know exactly how I'm gonna to have to call them and find out how I get credit for this trip. 
Huh. Also, they seem to have uh, deleted my points from, they were too old. They apparently expire. Yes? No? Anybody know that? Is there an answer to this? Well, I think you're going to have to talk to an agent. I will. And, and in fact, as you know, if you dial the Amtrak number direct, just keep saying agent. Just say agent, agent, agent. And after a while, they say, <laughs> I think you think you're wanting, are you wanting to be connected to an agent? And you say, agent, agent. <laughs> That's what I do. I do. <laughs> it's the, the technological age. We all yeah. love it. And, and let me ask you this, Alan. Did Were you able to pay for your ticket in points? Uh, I didn't try. Oh, okay. okay. No, I didn't try. I'm just curious. But anyway, their app works very nice. And uh, I did, uh, I don't always do it, but I did a paperless ticket and used my phone at the side of the train. They did a quick scan. They're really good at getting you on and off of the train and taking care of special needs. Um, they're short stops. Uh, I, they call a, a, a longer than a short stop a fresh air. And uh, cigarette smokers like the fresh air stops. And That's then, Raton. At, at Raton. But, but anyway, and uh, I think, uh, isn't Breton Pass, isn't that the highest pass that the Santa Fe goes on uh, in the country? It's, uh, do you know what the elevation is up there, Forrest? I don't know, but it's, it, it is the highest pass. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think, it's, it's, I think it's maybe in the 9,000s. Yeah. So the uh, train goes kind of slow up that pass, but it goes pretty good down the pass. It goes down good. It, it's the little <laughs> train that could. It, it goes up there. Okay, I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> and the other side, I knew I could. I knew I could. Um, a guy who's uh, a fellow rail rider, um, Earl Kittleman, once claimed that he could walk up Raton Pass faster than the Amtrak train made it up. Now, I don't know if that's true. Unless he, well, he might be a fast walker. Could be. He's got long legs. Mr. Kittleman has long legs. He's a tall guy. Yes, you said uh, that. According to the brain in my pocket, Raton Pass is 7,834 feet high. Oh, oh it's not very high. <clears throat> Just well, really shy of 8,000. But I, I can't imagine Earl Kittleman hiking up 8,000 feet. But uh, No, I <laughs> know. <laughs> I hope he's not a listener to this show. That, that's an apocryphal story, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a listener. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll hear. We'll hear. Good day, Earl. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it was a wonderful trip. We, uh, we had more rail fans on this trip than I think we've had on any trip. Uh, I, I think it was 10 or 11 of us on, the, uh, on there. And um, I thought with all the COVID scare that we'd have uh, fewer sign up. Of course, Amtrak's very good about the COVID. I mean, wherever you are on that train, you have to have your mask on. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have your mask on, you don't get to go into the bar car. And if you don't get to go in the bar car, you don't get one of those famous hot dogs, these hot dogs. I had them both going and coming 
and um, reminded me of going to actually a White Sox game in Chicago. Uh, the, it was that same ambiance, that same, I don't know, that that sense of thrill when you open the the, the bun and look at that hot dog and it, it sticks out either end and you can put all your ketchup on there and your mustard and all your, it's something, I don't know. Do we have any other hot dog uh, stories here? Yeah. I, I got a little embarrassed, Forrest. I got a little embarrassed, Forrest, when you started showing your hot dog to everybody on the train. <laughs> Everyone um, wanted to see it. Just for your listeners' sake, I would like to say that, you know, they don't, they aren't really running a bar car like they used to in the old days. And that's not to say that it may come back. Um, it's more of a snack bar. And they have a few uh, airplane bottles of uh, alcohol that you can buy, a nice selection of beer and wine, and a pretty good menu. And I had one of those famous hot dogs. They're called Hebrew Nationals. And they uh, microwave them up for you. And then they have another table that has the condiments. And I would suggest getting two relishes, if not three, for a hot dog. I ate one of them with one, one envelope uh, of uh, relish. And it wasn't, it wasn't quite enough. Uh, so you're, you're a three mustard uh, guy, is that it? Yeah. yeah. So I had a, um, I had a uh, Hebrew national hot dog and a beer and took it back up to our seats where we were all sitting. And one of our uh, guests that was along, uh, Kate goes, now this guy knows how to go on vacation. It was 10 o'clock, oh. it was 10 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you, were, you were having hot dogs and beer at 10 a.m. <laughs> apparently, I mean, I, I don't want to reveal your secrets, but apparently. Oh no, I was letting, I'm, I'm letting it out. Whoa. Oh. So there was a lot of hot dog envy on that, that plane train, I believe, because there were several people mentioned them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a somewhat somewhat of a uh, mixed group these days. More women, more women are becoming rail fans all the time. If you read Trains magazine, you'll see a number of features with um, women out there riding trains. I mean, that's. That's kind of a change. It used to be you open Trains Magazine. You didn't see any. There weren't any women there. But now we've, we've got them. And uh, God bless the change. I think, it's, I think it's delightful. Better for it. A lot of families on the train. It was nice to see the families. There seems to be a, a certain, I, I think I can say this, and it's about right, an Amish presence. They on the train, saw a number of families and have on past train trips, um, young children, a few older people, like the older. people I was with. Well, well, the Amish can't drive, and I don't think they let them put their buggies back in the uh, baggage compartment. <laughs> so I, I think the train is their, is their major means of long-distance transportation. Oh, I didn't realize that. They don't drive. They don't drive, no. I see. Interesting. But there were two little kids in front of me going to Las Vegas, Nevada. And they thought it was very exciting that I was, we were going to the same place they were going. And I had to break to him. No, it was a Las Vegas, New Mexico. And they were very surprised by that. So I had to assure them when I got off the train, they were not, were not supposed to get off the train when I did. Yeah. Because in order to go to Las Vegas, you go all the way to Kingman, and then you have to catch a bus out of Kingman to take you into Las Vegas. 
Huh. The other, the other Las Vegas. Yeah. Hey, Forrest, why don't you move this along to our uh, lodging at um, at Las Vegas, New Mexico? Well, it was nice because everybody had to find a roommate. No, we did not exactly have to find a roommate, but it was a little bit. It was an interesting, interesting pair ups, I think. Uh, people ending up spending the night with real fans they hadn't thought about spending the night with. And that was great. That hotel is beautiful. My God. Um, Call. That, that's well, one of the old Fred Harvey hotels. Uh, most of them built in 1890 to 1910. That, that was their, their era. Uh, traditional Fred Harvey, beautiful Southwest architecture. Um, oh, some things to say about it that are, that are nice. Those high transom windows, they just give you a feel that when the light comes in in the morning, and, and by the way, we had lovely weather. It was very nice last week. And, um, but uh, when the sun kind of comes in the top of that transom, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm on a trip. This is nice. They still have the, uh, the, the furniture. And well, Alan, say, say you wanted to say something about that. Yeah, I, I would like to point out that Forrest still has not told us the name of the hotel. It is called La Castaneda. It is right by the train tracks in, in uh, 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 Las Vegas and just across the street from downtown Newtown, Las Vegas, but very conveniently located, an easy walk to anywhere in town. Very reasonable for what you get. The, the antiques that are uh, the rooms are appointed with are just beautiful. It's the real thing. And I saw you try to get that dresser in your pocket, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the legs were still sticking out. So I thought coming out of the hotel. Yeah, I hate to admit this, but when we were checking out, somebody pointed at me from behind the desk and said, were you staying in 203? <laughs> they, they knew I had a. They knew I had a. Yeah. In my pocket. <laughs> they, they, they heard the furniture moving across the floor. Yeah, across the floor. Uh, well, and all, all that's mostly due to uh, to Alan Naffelt, who is himself a real fan of Fred Harvey Hotels, and he's gotten lots of grants, historic grants, to um, get uh, La Castaneda. He also has La Posada, which is a, a different kind of restoration in the sense that it has brickwork right to the tracks, but along the brickwork in, in uh, Posada, you've got these little native flowering, I don't know what they're called, Alan, they're, you're, you're, you're a, more of a gardener, but uh, you've got one that would have healing herbs, you'd have one that would have um, spring flowers, Another would have um, old uh, thing of plants that supposedly go all all year round, even into the winter, and uh, little little signs on them. <clears throat> so when you get off at uh, La Posada, which we didn't, I mean La Posada is, of course, uh, further down the line in in Winslow, Arizona. But but um, if you you know if you get off in Winslow why you can do a botanical education just walking from your train to the uh, to the check-in desk yeah. so that's something that he's done there he's also kept the original dress 
that the Harvey girls wore, which is is sort of interesting to me. It's it's sort of a would you say a dark green color, but the blouses are uh, you know sort of desert colors. They're sort of sandstone colors, like like the deserts, and then uh, little hats, little white hats. And um, I once asked them, did they, you know, do you like wearing these? these Fred Harvey outfits and yes, yes, they do. And um, so that's, that's kind of part of it. We interviewed an original Harvey girl on this show once. And it was funny because she said, well, we liked it because they maintained it. I mean, you just toss it in the hamper and, you know, I'd like to have something like that for sure. But um uh it's just taken care of like like that but what uh, rick what remember what she said one day she got reprimanded or written down or whatever for for what was that oh yeah her her socks were in wrong you know the tops of her shoes somehow they wasn't historically correct and nor were her the shoes because she had on I don't know, some kind of tennis shoes or something with not historically correct. So she, okay, so next time out, get some more historic shoes. So yeah. anyway, yep. Yeah. I noticed that the uh, uh, dormitory across the street from uh, Castaneda, where the Harvey girls stayed, has finally been renovated. And apparently they're using it for local housing. Yes. Yes, the the upstairs and the downstairs will be retail. Beautiful building. Beautiful building. And and around this, around the outside of the Posada, I noticed they used all native uh, perennials for the the, to line the walkway. So there'll be plants that are native to the northern New Mexico along there. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, how are we doing on time? We've got about five minutes. Why don't we, uh, Forrest, I don't know the artist's name, but it's uh, Alan's partner or wife. Oh, and, you mean Alan Affelt's, you mean Alan Affelt's wife? Yeah, and the hotels are have a lot of her work in them. Yeah, including the, the transoms. Yeah, that was important because... She, several of the transoms are painted with animals. Yeah, uh, I was in the snake. No, I was. <laughs> what was I in? It was you one were of those in the rooms. Skunk room. That's right. I was in the skunk room. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I like that, but I don't know if that suggests the personality of the the person who's in there. But anyway, kind of fun, kind of fun, and, and um, yeah, and painting transoms apparently is not. Um, Oh, I don't know. It's not that easy, uh, which is I thought you just go up and paint them. No, you've got to paint them in some way that that, that, that it can hold heat, uh, humidity, also cold, uh, you know, yeah, things like that. And I think Alan's looking up her name. Tina Mion. Say it again. Tina Mion, M-I-O-N. Yes. Beautiful work. Um, kind of dark in um i i not dark in color dark in topic 
in topic. I thought so too. Yeah. Very good. I mean, a number of these uh, animals are threatened by, let's face it, by our species. We're, we're, we humans are not a nice species. We've taken away a lot of the habitat in northern New Mexico to, <clears throat> I don't know, do other things with it or things we like doing with it. We haven't been very respectful of the, the, the natives. I mean, the Gila monster room, for instance, is, that's a, 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 an animal that is, it's an amphibian and it's been very threatened by a drought and the drought seems to continue. And uh, it would be hard to imagine Northern New Mexico without a Gila monster or two out there in the, in the desert. So interesting, yeah, she's, there's, there's a lot of implication there that uh, she's, she's got a little bit of a message. Well, we're at, uh, no, we still got a little bit more time. Well, a little bit more you need, time. You need to let people know, too, that the dining room is not open at the Castaneda. <laughs> it's open for special events. So there's the, the big dining room that they're famous for, for the Harvey girls and so forth, is not open at the Castaneda yet because of COVID. It closed due, uh, due to the COVID. But their bar is open, and the bar is quite famous there. Uh, there's a, a mural over the bar from the 1920s, which they redecorated. They left the mural in place. A lot of old New Mexico characters on the in the mural. Yeah. It's a beautiful room with a fireplace, and it was just really, really nice. A uh, very well-appointed bar with a, a nice, a nice kitchen. Not your usual bar food, right? Yeah, very nice. And so, if you wanted to take a trip down there and stay in the hotel and not not go further than walking distance, it's all there for you. Right. Yeah. And boy, was I happy to see that pot of coffee in the lobby the next morning. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Well, I, I happened to sneak across the road to get a cup of coffee at the local coffee shop. And I kind of wish I'd hit the pot of coffee at the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, in closing here, Forrest, uh, Las Vegas is a very, Las Vegas, New Mexico is a very interesting town. There's some other things that go on there that we'll get to the, it, in the next uh, section. And why, next don't section. You, why don't you uh, close this out? Well, that's it, friends, friends of this, of, of your radio rail show on the rails, which is designed to get you on the rails. We hope you'll be joining a, a, a trip with some of us. Always just check in here. I'm around the station some. Uh, Rick's around the station. And uh, Alan, we, we run into Alan Lane over here now and again. And we can give you tips about some great train trips. And uh, <clears throat> we want to. We'd like to keep the rails going, and there's nothing like that to, um, I don't know, nothing makes you a rail fan as much as taking a train trip, which you yeah. want to do. And, uh, well, okay, hey, let's, let's, let's uh, close up this thing. segment. One what? more thing for us before you close this up. Um, I would like to encourage the online listeners to uh, go <coughs> to that donate button on our website. <clears throat> Uh, Kay Hen spends the money that they 
received very wisely and we are always needing to raise money and you ones who are listening online consider donating to this radio station it's a very very good cause it is it is a good cause and it brings you this show on the rails and we're going to close out we're going to not close out the caboose the caboose is still here we're still rattling down through the sort of semi-snow not a lot of it, but some snow. We've still got our engineer. We're quite up there. And we still got our hobo on board, I think. I think we still have Alan Lane there. Yep. Yes. Yep. He's curled up next to the coal stove. Seems to be asleep. And we'll wake him up for the next segment of On the Rails. And before we go, what do we always say to go but the big highball? Give it a big highball. One, two, three. Highball. 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 Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck, featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner.